Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And this week, we both played Ratchet & Clank 2016 PS4 Edition. Is that a way to say it? Sure. <laughs> uh, this is the remake of the original Ratchet & Clank on the PlayStation 2. And by remake, I mean completely changed everything, apparently. Yes, this is in theme with the last podcast we did. Yes. So this is where uh, we got the idea to do the last little top five remakes, remasters we wanted to do. Even though we're newcomers to Ratchet & Clank, and I've been playing PlayStation for a long time. Since the originals, I've had every single PlayStation. Yeah, you were PlayStation, I was Nintendo. I still had Nintendo. Oh, I still played Mama Nintendo. I literally just had Nintendo. No, we had uh, the Sega Game Gear. So, uh, quick <laughs> offshoot tangent. Um, I have, my first one was the Nintendo Entertainment System and a Game Boy. Original Game Boy? Yep. Yeah, our screen broke on ours. Yeah, and then <laughs> I had the Super Nintendo... And then I did never owned a Sega a Sega Genesis. Okay. I did own a Sega Saturn. Okay. Owned a PlayStation One, two, three, four, five. I've never owned an original Xbox, but I owned the 360 and a One S because of uh, a yep. buddy of ours for a hot second. For yes. a hot second. Uh, and then Nintendo, I never owned a GameCube or a Wii U. But I've, I've never owned, owned a Wii U. That's own, the one I skipped. And you know what I didn't own is one of the one of the uh, was it the DS, the original like flip up one. Yeah, I never owned that. Yeah. But I owned a Nintendo. Th no, I owned a DS and a 3DS. I never owned the Game Boy Advance. The, the original Advance. One. Mine's, that's in, what it was. mine's in the closet behind I, you. I've had a color, <laughs> but never had the Advance. Yes. So I, I guess technically I own one now, but I've never yes. even played it or anything like that. And I owned. I can put new batteries in it. A PSP, a PS Vita. Yeah, I remember you having both of those. And I owned uh, one other one. I don't remember what it was called. There was a really old, thick brick one, but it was I think it was a Sega one or something like that. Was it Game Gear? Game Gear. I yeah, owned that's Game what we Gear. had. <laughs> yeah, so I've owned a lot of different... With a really hard X-Men game on it that I couldn't get past like the first 30 seconds because I was six years old playing mm -hmm. it. And then various computers, laptops, yeah. and, you know, phones over the years that... I think my mom still has an Atari in the basement. Ooh, see, I've played an Atari once. I have never seen it in my life, but I've seen the box in by her Christmas decorations. Another thing I played but never owned was a Commodore 64. That's funny. That's really old, old yes. stuff. Anyway, that's my off little tangent. So I've been <laughs> playing video games for a long time. We both have, but you went all over the board and I was you strictly stuck Nintendo. You Nintendo for the most part. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, that being said, Ratchet and Clank was originally on the PlayStation 2 long time ago, and they decided after the movie came out that they were going to remake this game. Well, they did it in conjunction with the movie. Yeah, so it's yeah. entirely remade from the ground up, and they did a phenomenal it's job. It's really good. I, I'm shocked I never played these games before. I'm almost happy I didn't, because I'm a newcomer, and I just... I love the game. Yeah, we powered through this one in like less than a week. It's granted, it's not a super long game. I think it's about fifteen hours. Yeah, there's a little bit of a difficulty curve and some areas. Yes, that slowed us down a little bit. But outside of <laughs> we that, we got a little frustrated. <laughs> yeah, but outside of that, it was really, really good. So I'm gonna read a quick summary, then we'll go over the reviews, and then we'll really dive into this game because I, we really enjoyed it. I had fun. 
So this review is from IGN. In celebration of release of the Ratchet and Clank movie, this R&C adventure reimagines the original Ratchet and Clank adventure on PlayStation 4 with a fresh new HD graphic engine and never-before-seen gameplay that celebrates this classic franchise. Yes, so that's the summary overall. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead with our reviews here. So for reviews, um, Metacritic has 85 from critics and an 8.5 from users. I think this is the first game where they've been perfectly in sync with each other. Yeah, at least that we've reviewed. That we've reviewed, yes. That's the caveat. Um, So IGN's verdict... You had, they have their nice little paragraph at the very end, so I just grabbed that. Ratchet and Clank is a culmination of everything Insomniac has done with the series over the past 14 years. It takes the characters that we fell in love with long ago and sets them off on their most gorgeous quest yet. The deep and rewarding weapon system, beautiful and varied worlds, and charming as heck story make an adventure that anyone with a, anyone with a PlayStation 4 should strap in for. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree with that, even though I know nothing about the series. Yeah. Um, the only negative that I could really find was from Easy Allies. And it said, Ratchet and Clank looks and plays as well as it ever has. Fans will enjoy the nostalgic journey through familiar planets, while newcomers will appreciate the chaotic and creative weaponry. But for the ninth game in a franchise that built its name on unique weapons, it's a shame that the arsenal just coasts on fan favorites. Insomniac played it safe. So for us, this isn't a relevant it is. thing. We've never used it. I really it. I mean, couldn't find anything super <laughs> negative about this game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so this kind of game was really, for me, it was like a mix of an an action adventure where you level up. The level ups were literally just giving you more health, though. That yes. was all it was. But your weapons would level up, so that's kind of the role-playing aspect of it, is mm-hmm. you got to collect materials to level up your weapons and give them... Slightly better perks, like things, and when you get them to level five, the weapon changes as a whole yes. to become almost a new weapon entirely. Yes. So the warmonger with the missile launcher becomes the peacemaker <laughs> yeah. with multiple missile launchers, <laughs> and the uh, blaster becomes like a mega blaster or something like that, and like it shoots pyro- three shots. Pyro blaster. Ra- yeah, I think. it shoots three shots rather than one. That kind of stuff, uh, and then it makes was mixed with like Star Fox. Almost, in my opinion. And it wasn't like a normal Star Fox level where you would fly through a whole level. It'd be like those space battles where you have to take down other... Like the the enemy, the the mirrors of the good guys, the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Not like a boss battle. I, I don't have a hard time describing it. It's just like an open space battle simulator. Yeah, the only like space battle games that I played was like one of the <clears throat> original... Star the Star Wars one for the GameCube where they had like the seizure warning at the beginning and that was the first time that we were like oh man mm-hmm. this must be really good graphics <laughs> <laughs> that was 2001 it was a simpler time mm-hmm. <laughs> so from what we've read the game was rebuilt from the ground up and they yeah. changed everything with yeah this some differences there's new worlds. Um, they don't choose all the original weapons there's weapons from all over the franchise obviously. Uh, they improved the gameplay mechanics to be updated to that 2016 PlayStation 4 model. Uh, I felt that the space fights were okay. I hated them. I made you do them. Well, All of them. I think you struggle with that full three-dimensional flying. I do. I was trying to, rather than move where my ship was pointing to shoot, I was trying to move like where it was aiming, and you literally had to just move where your ship... Like, you had to move the ship, not the gun. Yes. Which was my problem, and then 
I kind of made it through one of them and then had you take over in the middle and then you... Did the other two? You did the other two, but you changed the controls so that they weren't mirrored. And when you did that, I could not, I could not handle it. And I don't know why. I would think it would be easier. For me, I can't do inverted (laughs) controls at all. Apparently when she's flying a ship, she needs inverted (laughs) controls. I, I, for some people's brains just work that way. This is not jiving against you. I just cannot do inverted flying controls. I usually can't, but yeah. So apparently when I played Goldeneye... My controls were inverted back in the day. You want to go plug in the N64 and see? Oh, it'll look so bad. I know. (laughs) So, but yeah, so the inverted flight controls, that was the weakest point of the game for me. Yeah, that was the very first one. You were upstairs getting water, I think, and came back down and you're like, are you playing Star Fox? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, we were both like, yeah, this is Star Fox. And I told you how much I actually hated Star Fox. Like, we never bought Star Fox, Mm -hmm. we would rent it for the weekend from Blockbuster. And I I never liked it, ever. Mm. So apparently, I just don't like space games. That's okay. Except for Super Mario Galaxy. It's kind of a space game. It's space related. It's space related, space adjacent. Space adjacent. (laughs) Okay, so, next point. The overall point of the game is you collect weird guns as you travel to different worlds, and each world introduces us. They don't all, but they introduce slightly new mechanics. Some mix and match. Some of them you only use the mechanic on one or two areas. So, for instance, the lava world, you collect a jetpack. Yeah. But you don't take that to other worlds. You I know, just, it's really annoying. You just use it on that world. Uh, you get grinding boots, so there's some grind rail stuff you can do. Mm-hmm. There is gravity boots, kind of like metallic boots, so you can stick. So uh, think Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, when you get the metal boots to stick to the electric and walk up the walls and stuff in the lava temple. Oh, yeah, you do do that. Uh Uh-huh, so you get boots similar to that where you're walking on the ceiling and walking around. Yeah, I do remember that Uh, And you collect all sorts of very, very unique guns. They're very funny. So many. You get one for, like, the little assistant robot that shoots around with you. Mr. what? Mr. Zircon. Mr. Zircon. And he just makes ridiculous comments while mm-hmm. he's fighting enemies. Uh, to a sheepinator, where you can turn enemies into sheep. Yep. Uh, you get... Pixelizer. Dis- Pixelizer, which makes them look like the old two... Back from the old days. They look like the old pixel games. Like 16-bit Yeah, 16 characters. or even 8-bit characters <laughs> yeah. when you blast them with it. Yep. Uh, to the Groovatron, which makes all the enemies dance. That's, that was probably one of the best... So our biggest, I, I, I want to say this is a gripe, but it's not. There's just some parts of this game that are really difficult. We played on normal. We played on normal. We didn't go hard or easy. And there are some areas where we would scrape by with just one health. And there's other areas that we replayed it 15 times. The last boss, I think I did eight times before I finally beat him. You did it at least... Three or four. At least five. Yeah. If you include Captain Quark. Yeah, because I died on the grind rail a couple times going that way, too. So Captain Quark, the grind rail for the final boss. And the final boss was at least four times. Yeah, so it was hard. You had to figure out patterns, mechanics, uh, and it's not easy. It kind of harkens to older video game days where they're not friendly. Luckily, when you die in the game, it's not punishing yeah you, you don't just... start that far away from where you died yep you get full health all your ammo's refilled and you just get another attempt at it yeah i'm very much not a strategic player so i like to go in guns blazing i like hack and slash and you cannot do this 
No, you. I mean, you in can, of, you but can, you really have to learn the like the jumping. There's a mechanic where you're basically jumping left and right while continuously shooting, and you have to really practice at it. Because there's some areas that she's like, just take the controller. I can't beat this area. And yeah. it took me a few times to beat some of those areas. So it some wasn't like... Some of those like, areas you beat with like one health left. Yeah. Yeah. When I beat it, it was really, really tight yes. margins. And so it wasn't like it was something that like a really seasoned gamer like me can just jump in and take over for. It took me a few tries, even myself. So it wasn't like it was just... Me sucking. Yeah, that's the the the, 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 <laughs> the mean way. It. The mean way of saying it. it's not like she was being bad at the game. No, it was legitimately hard. Yeah. In some areas. Yeah. When you have like tanks firing at you, and then the dudes and like the giants. In fact, the dudes, the little dudes were worse than yes! the tanks. The little dudes hit you for like ten damage each. I know. The tanks were at least easy to dodge. And then the last couple worlds, they started throwing grenades at you, which I was not prepared for. <laughs> yeah. So if you, even if you were behind cover, they would hit you with grenades. Yep. So the enemies were very accurate and very tough. Yes, they were not stormtroopers. They actually hit you. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So, but overall, I still found this game incredibly fun. Despite the difficulty curve, despite that, some of it was fun challenging. Some of it was just like, this is ridiculous. What was, we struggled towards the end with the uh, hacking game. The hacking game was very tough at some points. We finished all of them, but we found that the easiest way to do it is literally shut off all the lights and then either start from the inner inner circle or outer circle. Yeah. And even then, one of them was really tough. One of them I just got... The second to last one was really tough. I got it, but it was literally just like, all right, I'm just going to spin these until it... Yeah, so you're basically... You have different rings that are lasers, and you have to point them at particular spots on the outermost area to hack into a computer or whatever. There's also blockers when you spin the rings, so you have to know which lasers are going to hit where and what's going to block what... It was not easy. No, it was not. I didn't hate it, though. No. It wasn't the worst mini game, little mini game in there. They also had a little bit of a uh, Mario Kart Crash Team Racing little thing where you got a boost and you had to... Oh, yeah. Uh, I the crushed all those, the hoverboard races. Those I, were hard. They were really hard. I did hard. the advanced one. It was not easy. Yeah, you and you only did the bronze race for that one. No. I did the first... The, You're better at racing games than I am, that, though. That is true. I still remember that one party we had where uh, we ended up coming inside from the bonfire. This was a couple of years ago, and we were playing Mario Kart, and we were all very drunk. Mm-hmm. And I think it was your buddy Jason was like, Christina, you got to take over for me. And I was so drunk, and I still came in third in Mario Kart. <laughs> so I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> that was a fun little tangent. <laughs> yeah. So story, story-wise, very funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I found myself frequently laughing at this game. Mm-hmm. Well, with the game, not at it. It was really good. <laughs> the jokes were on point. They were hu- they actually were funny. I think they updated some of the humor for this one because they're referencing some Twitter and stuff like that from 2016. Mm-hmm. There was no Twitter when the PlayStation 2 was out. <sighs> the story actually, I'm just going to read this. It follows Lom- our Lombax friend, Ratchet. Uh, Lombax is like a wombat and something else. A Lombax. I don't know. And, our, <laughs> and his robot pal, Clank. I know. Uh, an attempt to stop Dr. Nefarious from destroying worlds overall and overall save the galaxy. Uh, that's pretty much the story. It is. You travel from planet to planet. You kind of join the Space Rangers. Yes. In this one, I don't think there were Space Rangers before. 
I, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, it's very engaging. The actual story is really engaging. It's kid-friendly, outside of some shooting some aliens, but if you're 10 or older, I think this game's very appropriate. I had a lot of fun looking up the voice cast on IMDb, because, it, and it bugs me if I can recognize a voice and can't quite place it, or like I need to confirm who it is, so the voice of Invader Zim plays like four different characters and then every time he would scream i'm like okay that has to be zim like it drove me crazy i'm surprised you didn't laugh at me more oh i was <laughs> just going i i had little facepalm moments with her because she had to pause i had to pause and look it up and look up all her characters yes and clank reminded me of a smarter version of Gur from invader zim which made me very happy so i really i guess i just want to rewatch invader zim if they made a ratchet and clank but invader zim oh game would gosh. you just play that yes <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because the voice of Invader Zim is also uh, Dag from Angry Beavers. Oh my gosh, Angry Beavers. <laughs> They're in a lot of things. Voice actors do a lot of they things. They do so you much. You know who wasn't in this game? Troy Baker. Troy Baker. <laughs> or Nolan North. No. What the hell, guys? I know. Get back in there How and dare re- they? re-record yourself <laughs> in these games. Uh-huh. Do all the voice acting, every one of them. Yeah, we were playing when we beat the game last night... Uh, Alaris, you were like, whose voice is that? I'm like, Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just threw me off. Yes. Sorry, that was a side tangent. Yeah. So <laughs> our next point, I'm just going to read what I wrote, is guns, guns, and more guns. There were a lot of guns in the this game. The Guess Who song? Guns, guns, guns? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we... I found that despite there being a lot of guns, that we used similar ones for a lot of situations. We used the flamethrower a lot. Yeah, that one didn't work as well as I wanted it to, but I still kept using it. We used it for the the, the light mobs, the ones that died. Yeah, the like little one, ones. Yeah, because yeah. it just blows through a whole area effect. We used the pixelizer more frequently so than I thought. Much, yes. The Groovatron. Oh, uh, that was like cheating. Yeah. The rocket launcher. And what else do we use a lot? The warmonger. The warmonger. I used the glove of doom a lot later on. You did. The ones we didn't use a lot were the ones that you got in the back half of the game. So like the um, the sniper rifle we used a little bit. Sniper rifle we used a little bit. The one with like the saw blades that you throw. You yeah. use that towards the end. I could not get the hang of it. Mm-hmm. So I just did not use it. Uh, Mr. Zircon we used a lot. Yes. But he's just a little extra shooter for you. We used the common blaster... I'd say middle of the road fairly yeah. frequently, but not as not all the time. The weapons are a lot of fun in this game. They were a good time. I think it suits different play styles, but I felt a lot of circumstances we used the same guns for rather than varying. But there are some times where I'm just like, I'm just going to play around and see what I, I can do mm-hmm. with different weapons. The Sheepinator was hilarious. Yeah, you had fun trying to kill the giant dudes with the Sheepinator until like three more came in the background. You're like, okay, I need to change to yeah. something more effective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is fun turning enemies into sheep. Yes, it's adorable too. <laughs> what was your favorite gun or guns? <sighs> Probably the Pixelizer was a lot of fun. It did more damage than I thought it was going to. It was very funny. It was very funny. Sometimes it was hard to tell if the bad guys had died or if you had just knocked them down. Yep, yeah. I would say that and the Groovatron. The Groovatron's hilarious. It's because hilarious. nobody is immune from it. No, you used it on the very first time on the last bad guy. You managed to get it to work on him and then you just hit him with the Warmonger a lot, but then we 
died like three minutes later. Yeah, you had to save the warmonger for the floating robots. Yes. And then shoot the boss and the recollect. Smaller things. Smaller things. It was a cycle of things. Yeah. Oh, he was a tough boss. He was a lot. Yeah, Dr. Nefarious. Uh, The Groovatron cracked me up. I liked the flamethrower. I actually loved the Hand of Doom. I thought it was really funny. Glove of Doom? Glove of Doom. The four robots that you send out and then they just yeah, attack. Yeah, you know, Thanos' is gauntlet. It's only four. There's fine. Well, you probably got more robots if you uh, yeah, if leveled we, up. Yeah, we didn't level that one up too much because you got it towards the end. Yeah, uh, so all the weapons had a little skill tree where you got this ra- stuff called Raritonium. I know. And you used it to level up the weapons. So you would fill in these honeycomb slots and you would circle these orange slots, and when they were fully circled, they'd give you a big bonuses to the weapon. Yeah, not... Like more ammo, more... Wider range, wider or range, you can throw an additional one while one is out. Or throw stuff faster. Like, it would be it'd be a special perk. Basically, perks for the weapon when you unlock them enough. And Raritonium was relatively easy to get. The more mm-hmm. you played, you got a lot more, and enemies would drop it, and you could find chunks of it. You also collect cards along the way, and if you complete sets, you get little bonuses that you can get. Like more a, raritonium, more or raritonium, more hollow cards. More we hollow never cards. got. The, there's three weapons that we didn't get, and they were locked under the the rhino cards. The rhino cards. We never got any of those. No, we were missing four by the end. We needed one for rhino one, one for rhino two, and two for yeah. Rhino and three. we just weren't gonna keep playing to get them at that point. No, it was fine. Yeah. I still had fun without getting them. Yeah. Maybe we'll watch a video later and see what they look like. Yeah. All right, what'd you think overall? Overall? Like my rating? Yeah, yeah, overall rating. I'd probably give it an eight. Yeah? Yeah. It was a lot of fun. If I was... If my family hadn't strictly been a Nintendo family growing up and we had a PlayStation, I could see me playing this with mom watching. Because my mom loved to watch us play video games. This is a game she'd like because it's funny enough to keep you engaged in the story. Yeah. And the gameplay's fun to watch, too. Yeah, it really is. I had no problem, like, paying attention while you played and vice versa. Yeah, it was easy to do. Even, like, because this is one you didn't even look up. Oh, you're shooting and grinding. Sweet. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't really have to look anything up. I paid attention every time the story came up. Some games I'm just like, I don't care that much. The only time I looked anything up was on the one planet where you had to collect the brains for Invader Zim. All little side quests. Yeah, there's a side (laughs) quest where you collect brains. Uh... And you finding needed, them. You needed five more, and you're like, you look up where they are, and I found a Reddit thread that was like, wait for the map-o-matic. Yeah. Which is like a name that you would hear on Rocco's Modern Life, which cracked me up. Because he gets that vacuum. That's mm-hmm. called the suck-o-matic. We got the, va- we got the map-o-matic. That was tough to get, by it the way. It was. That was a crazy grind rail thing. You had to do a huge grind rail challenge, and it took that one took me a lot of tries, too. Yeah. But I did finish that and got the map-o-matic. On happenstance, basically. Yeah, we had no idea what we were doing the grind rail for, but we figured it was something good. Yeah, and so we finally got that and went back and got all the brains. That was one thing we wanted to complete. Yes. So what would you give this game? You know, eight five nine. Okay. I really, really thought this was a really well done game. Okay. This They took all their knowledge and made a really solid game. And since we never played any of the other ones, I don't have any reference. Right. So for me, just diving in as a newcomer... A lot of fun. Well, and we weren't lost at any point either. Like, there weren't... If there were inside jokes, you didn't need to know. Yeah. 
You and, were perfectly fine going in with absolutely no knowledge and having a good time. Yeah, just the the character voices felt familiar, even though I didn't know recognize a lot of them. For you, you knew a lot of them. You're like, oh my I God. knew Invader Zim. <laughs> but for me, they're voices that you've heard in other games before, but they felt familiar enough that you were just you just they they fit the characters. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun with this game. We also played this, I mean, you had it in your library, I think, from a prior PlayStation Plus membership, but we really played it so that we can look forward to the Ratchet and Clank that comes out this year. Yeah. Quarter one. I don't know if they've announced it yet. I think they, I thought it was supposed to be March, but maybe it's not. No, that's Kenna. I'm guessing Ratchet and Clank will be April. Clank. P.S. Five. Well, let's see. Rift apart. All it says is 2021. It might get pushed back for it, all we know. It probably will. So, I did write a little uh, final thoughts on this game, and I actually would like to read it for the first time of just being stiff and bored, but <laughs> Ratchet and Clank is a game I would recommend for kids 10 and up, uh, and all adults. The gameplay is fun, and once you know the basic mechanics, it's playable by anyone. Which is truly, I felt something nice especially for someone like you who never grew up playing PlayStation you got the hang of the controls pretty quick mm-hmm. uh, and once you knew that it was pretty easy for you to get through areas and I noticed by the end you were a lot more bold with playing versus you were very timid when you first started playing the game you held back a lot you were hiding a lot and towards the end you were like nope I know what I'm doing jump around shoot blow yeah. stuff up I never fully got the hang of the jumping and shooting like you did but I got better at it Yeah but it was something that you if you kept playing yes. you just you were If you it were, was a longer game I definitely would have gotten the hang of it like you did Yeah thoroughly I mean but leagues different from the beginning to like from day 1 to day 2 it was leagues different watching you play mm-hmm. the game a lot more cautious in the early game. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh man, she's jumping out there. She's ready to go. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's go. Uh, so uh, some areas felt way too difficult in my opinion. Even yeah. so, we still managed to beat the game. And thoroughly, I felt like I still enjoyed it despite all those things. For me to say, this is an 8.5 to a 9. Even with those difficult spots, I still thought this game was incredible. Yeah, the difficulty was not evenly spread I feel like was the main issue, but it's not even that big of an issue. No, there's a few sections where you're like, oh man. And some people might go through those and be like, what? I didn't have any problem with that. Right, you might be telling us that we're terrible. It's just (laughs) us. So why don't you guys let us know what you think. Uh, If you have played this game, let us know if you felt it was overly difficult or if we're just really bad at video games, which is probably Probably that. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Let us know on Twitter. We're at Gaming Marriage. Uh, or gamingmarriage at gmail.com if there's anything you'd like us to uh, cover. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, we'll probably get you a couple Shield Heroes coming up here in the near future. Yeah, what's our next game on tap? Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah, we're going to start playing Horizon again. Yes. At least that's our next PlayStation one. If there's something small that pops in there and we inter- interchange, we might do that as well. I might have to go back to Super Mario Sunshine, too. We only played that, that like, two days. Yeah, we have a guest that wants to come on and talk about it, so yes. we might have to play that. We're going to have to do that. Sooner rather than later, but yeah, that's a problem for later. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do it sooner rather than well, later, whatever. but it's a problem. Oh, okay. That's a problem for tomorrow, Christina, as I say at my job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.